You are listening to the Glass Cannon Network, the premier source for role-playing game entertainment. y'all and welcome to a very weird episode of haunted city on the glass cannon network haunted city is a show where we play blades in the dark an incredible tabletop role-playing game written by john harper with the help of evil hat studios sean nittner and all the great people over there and uh you should go buy it it's the best role-playing game written in the last 20 years with me as always i have my awesome crew of scoundrels Ross Bryant, Abu Salim, and Josephine McAdam. What's up, guys? Hey. Oh, man. So many <laughs> things are up, man. So many things are up. Shit, shit, shit yeah. changes. It's, it's been a it's been a little <laughs> while. It's been last week for uh for everyone. And we, we know that last week was a big was a big episode. Crazy mm-hmm. stuff happened. Um <sighs> we'll we'll get into that in a little bit, but uh in the meantime, you know, we're we're filming this in the summer. Anybody have any fun <laughs> summer plans coming up? Just survive the heat. Oh. Abu. Yeah, man. Are you going to you know, be okay? For an African, I really don't like heat. <laughs> <laughs> before before we started recording, too, like, Abu was just sitting there fanning Yes, I know. <laughs> Made himself like he's kicked back on the on the porch. Like, Lord, yeah. Lord. <laughs> it's it's funny. It's it's just because England isn't designed to handle heat. Yeah, I think that's the only issue. Like our walls are thick. You know, the windows are like double glazed, so it keeps the heat in. No aircon. It's just ridiculous. Whereas, like you know, at least you could think of respite if you were to go in an American house or any other house. Yeah. To be honest, that has aircon on. So you don't have air conditioning? No, like that Why doesn't not? even exist in any building. <laughs> it's I don't you, know. what the hell? Yeah, I don't know, man. We I thought fans. London. I thought London was a modern place. Yeah, there's never been need in the <laughs> modernly stupid. That's what it is. Now I realize you live in a third world backwater mm. because air conditioning is a must-have here in the 21st century, Abu. <sighs> yeah come to america with costco's blasting artificially cooled air yes yeah. <laughs> right it's good um, for the environment yeah not not mm-hmm. london where there's no ac only chimney sweeps do you yeah. have the same thing in the uk in france my grandmother and like it's probably older generation too actually even some younger are all like they're like anti air conditioning because they think no. it's some like bad for your health. Yeah, I mean, there's some people who are like that, but actually, you get to them be honest, that you can, yeah, yeah, but it's not really a thing. Like, I, I know, think, I think it's yeah. We had, I, I remember, I, I think I remember people being like, "Yeah, but aircon is so bad for you." And then, yeah. you know, you 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 go through this heat, and everyone's like, "God, I wish I had aircon." <laughs> so, <I> mean, <laughs> yeah, 
I just like that you call it aircon. I you know. Call it a- AC aircon sounds so much more dy- dystopian and gnarly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> aircon. Deploy the aircon. <laughs> yes. After aircon, we will have our two minutes hate. Uh, that's a 1984 reference, everybody. So, uh, okay, great. So Abu's plan is to survive sweltering London temperatures. Here in Los Angeles, we're having a little bit of what you call the June gloom. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're Ooh. in the middle of June gloom. So we've got we've got a real swapperoo on our hands while it's while it's scorching there in uh, merry old England. It's it's chilly over here in sunny Los Angeles. It's yeah. sort of sp- spritzing like light precipitation all the time, like very light, like minuscule drops, and then it's like foggy and gray oh my god our locations have switched personalities yeah it really has yeah do you know about that there's may gray here and then there's june gloom and it's just no idea completely gray the whole time and i i feel bad my my uncle from scotland just visited and it was just gray the whole time he was here it was dreadful he was like you know he was saying like i I thought california was like that you know like he was yeah. shocked because be it's shocked. very gray. It, the sun is not to be seen. It's all topsy turvy, and uh, suddenly our cops don't have guns, and yours do. Abu, what's <laughs> oh happening? Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> That's terrifying. Yeah, get out, jeez. <clears throat> well, uh, okay. So, uh, summer plans, Ross Bryant. Anything uh, fun? Um. It's just it's it's open it's open as pure possibility in front of me. I don't. Well, have that's any, great. I like not having plans. Sometimes. Yeah, I don't. I don't have plans. I really don't have a lot of summer plans coming up. Things will things. It's just kind of catch as catch can around here. Mm-hmm. Although tonight, I am like kind of spur of the moment going to see in a in a more more of our UK LA topsy turvydom. I'm going to see Ringo Starr tonight. <laughs> what? Famed now English, Ringo Starr is here instead of England? Oh, my God. L.A. Wait. is transforming into London. Oh, God. <laughs> it's swinging. Yeah, baby. I don't yeah. want to be L.A. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's well, great. Uh, yeah, and tonight I'm going to see the Crown Jewels. Awesome. Mm. Oh, what? Yeah. The Tower of London? No, in the Tower of Hollywood. <laughs> it's all switched. It's you a see? switcheroo. I think they're all fake, to be honest. The crown jewels? Yeah, I went to go see them. I was invited to go see them for this like oh. a little event, and they looked fake. They're all fake. <laughs> You're a crown jewels truther? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you glossed over. I was invited over for a little. Anyone event. can go, man. Anyone can go see the Crown Jewels. Okay, it's like in the Tower of London. You just, you know, people normally buy a ticket or something. Like, oh, you're invited, okay, you see, okay, because it's like okay. a little walk around it. It's fucking fake. <laughs> the whole queendom. Yeah, it's not queendom now. It's kingdom, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, Josephine. Like, who cares if you even see them? They're fucking fake, dude. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, absolutely. Bunch of bullshit. Like the Declaration of Independence, which. Was written in 1981. Huh? I was, 81, I'm talking about a monarchy huh? here. Monarchy suck. 
Yeah, history is a lie. Don't you know that? It was all written right. like in the late seventies, early eighties. Oh like, God, we've unlocked this version of Jared. Yeah. <laughs> nothing you know is real, man. <laughs> the Earth is twelve hundred years old. You guys. Yeah. Okay. All right, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Josephine, any summer plans here on Earth, which is twelve hundred years old? You know, I feel like if you don't have kids. What is summer even? I just don't even like clock when summer begins or ends because it is um, it's the same as any other time of year. Yeah. It's just a little warmer. That doesn't mean that I go outside more because the outside hates me. The sun hates me. The environment, I'm allergic to it. I'm always inside like the little nerd that I am. <laughs> Oh, except that I will make an outing to go to Gen Con and play board games with oh, hell yeah. my other That's fellow nerds. It might be after Gen Con by the time people are seeing this, but yeah, we're going to go to oh, Gen yeah. Con. Oh, yeah, well. It might be. Oh, I'm, I, I'm not going to do the math right now. but I've got a plan. I want to become a real himbo this summer. I'm going to be Whoa. a big, I want to, I want to really complete like a big dumb hunk arc. So by okay. the end of the summer, I, I just want to be, I'm be, be, uh, I'm, I'm get. That's that's my goal. I th- I think you can get. I think you can get ripped. I think the mm-hmm. challenge for you is going to be swole? like being dumb in any capacity. I couldn't believe that from you. Is that, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get swole. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get Ross huge. Ross is pretty dude. swole. No man. A, yeah, but like, but, but why do you want to get swole though? Like, oh, so says one of the swollest dudes of all time. <laughs> it's dude. It's it's so painful, man. <laughs> painful but um ross yeah. as someone who's already swole i gotta tell you man it's just not a wall that it's cracked up is it, to be is it kind of a cross to bear jared yeah man it's like now everybody's like gunning for me like you know uh i can get bigger muscles than you and i'm like you know uh now i gotta do a lift off with this fucking guy you know you know you we- know something that really put me off like well, it hasn't put me off training but it's always something that i think about and it's now just it, it just killed training for me so my trainer once said, Hey, have you seen that new, um, Arnold Schwarzenegger documentary? And I was like, uh, this was before the one where he's like talking camera, right? Where he's like just talking about body camera, or whatever, like body, whatever. Anyway. And he was like, yeah, did you know, like when Arnold was training, he used to say, I, I love training. Every time I like, I do a rep, it, it feels like I'm having an orgasm. Yeah. Yes. And I was like, why are you, what? Why did you tell me that? Now, every time. I'm literally doing a rep. I'm thinking of Arnold being like, genuinely, it's disturbing. So don't get swell, guys. Otherwise, you're going to think of Arnold having an orgasm. Yeah. Oh. Ah. Well, uh. that said, a thousand years ago, <laughs> this was a land of beauty and magic. Then came the cataclysm. That blotted out the sun and ripped open the gates to the land of the dead. The city of Duskfall is a metropolis of tenements and factories surrounded by crackling lightning barriers. Outside the city is a wasteland of the ravening undead. Inside the city is a teeming hive of scum and villainy, intrigue and corruption. Life is cheap in a city ruled by death. The sun is gone. The only thing that shines in Duskfall are the blades in the dark welcome back to duskfall everybody 
our last episode had some big changes, and I am going to go ahead and briefly outline them. For a long while, since last season, there has been a love triangle brewing between our player characters. Ecphelia, the vampire that hosted the spirit of Ophelia, Juliet's dead lover, was... You know, at odds with Valkos, who also began to have feelings for Juliet. Juliet began having feelings for Valkos. Ecphelia realized this, and it all culminated in a plan to destroy each other, as these things often do in Duskfall. Not a lot of happy endings in a city ruled by death. And so, Ecphelia's plan to kill Juliet's body and transfer Juliet's spirit into Valkos ended up backfiring on them. In a battle at the Basilica of the Builder, Ecphelia <laughs> was destroyed by the vampire hunter Deming Fry, who was procured or hired by Valkos. Valkos managed to rescue Juliet. Juliet managed to rescue herself. And Selyak Khan and Kranz Khan saw their plans somewhat thwarted because... Deming Fry also managed to burn the body that they have been constructing for the builder for many years. But before before that body was destroyed, the head of Ekphelia was removed by Selyak Khan, and I think that Selyak Khan still has that head. I think months have passed in Duskfall. And I think, uh, before we get really into the fiction, I think that a lot of a lot of bookkeeping will have to be done today, and it won't be like when we do downtime and we're looking at XP and things like that, because that was all that was all free play. Today we're going to have to sort of design what the what the game is going forward a little bit. Yeah. Because what I, are we doing now? <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> Right, because I couldn't really... I didn't know who was going to die. We really let the dice decide. So Juliet might have died. Valkos might have died. They might have all died. Nobody might have died. So many crits. So Mm -hmm. so, there were so many crits. Oh, my God. So although I have like a pile of scores in my notebook and, you know, I know what the various (laughs) factions are up to, I don't know what the remnant wants to be going forward. So... Let me tell you a little bit how the city changes over the next couple months, and then we'll have a talk about... What happens next with the remnants? So, I can tell you that in the wake of that battle, you have been laying low for, let's say, two months. Actually, let's roll. Fortune roll. Five months. Oh. Holy shit. In that time, in that time, the Basilica of the Builder is now gone. I'm not saying that Selyak and Kranz are not still up to no good, but they are not in that location anymore. Also, the Ministry of Preservation has completely taken over the control of the Leviathan Hunters. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. The scandal that you released to the press about Lord Strangford's corruption spread through the highest echelons of power and you helped the Ministry of Preservation achieve their faction clock seize control of the Leviathan Hunters 
because you struck a strong blow for them. And so the Leviathan Hunters, which were these giant ships that each belonged to a different noble house and were the sole purview of the nobility of Duskfall, are now part of a governmental agency instead. That has created an enormous conflict within the city where the nobles feel disenfranchised, embattled, disgruntled, and there ha- a-, a sort of class war has begun between this sort of middle-class bourgeois, you know, city officials and the old-school, you know, fee- uh, feudal <laughs> hierarchy that used to exist. That is very much that is very much in effect after these five months have passed, and the city has become it's become very tough because areas like White Cram, which was the hunting ground of our friends the Remnant, have become very exclusive neighborhoods. Brightstone, where there are a lot more rules about who can travel into them, and people are starting to draw up like lines along the d- different borders and things like that. So there is, you know, some people say a civil war is brewing in the city. What about the remnant? What would Juliet and Valkos have done these five months? Oh, first of all, remove all stress and harm from your sheet. Jeez. Yeah, so I think a lot of that time is spent healing. Yeah, I think also just recovering. Yeah, mentally and physically. <laughs> yeah, I think also, you know, sort of just laying low, right? Because I'm sure that would have caused a ruckus. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think... Well, there's another reason you might be laying low. You, um, I think it's, I think definitely you guys have heard that the Leviathan Hunters are looking for you. Right. I mean, they know exactly <clears throat> who did that to them. Mm. So the Leviathan Hunters, who are still, I mean, they're no longer officially Leviathan Hunters. I guess the nobility of Duskfall is looking for you. Um, I think, you know, Juniet's been healing or and whatever, but like very much thing though. Like, I don't think she's showing interest in the same things that she has been. And, um... Vakos, I don't know how you feel about this, but I think that she's been asking you more and more often about Severus. Mm. And I think, like, in with Valkos, is like, I think Valkos now is like very much now that he has a goal, he realizes he has a goal, like a mission is to get both of them out of of Dustfall and go to Severos, but he knows that the only way that they can actually really truly get to Severos is we need money. You no. do, because okay. let's talk a little bit about the game's mechanic regarding that, right? You need money to retire. How much money do you guys have in your stashes right now? Three gold. <laughs> you have, have three. Uh, six. You have six. Okay, so right now. If you have a stash of zero to ten, you are a poor soul. You end up in the gutter, awash in vice and misery. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that 
too sad. That's too sad. Um, so you do and- need coin. You can't retire to Severos. You could go and run some schemes in Severos, maybe. I think... Okay. I think, yeah. yeah. Then I think what we do is we go to Severos, then. Let's... Let's... Can we try? Can we try and yeah. road trip this? Let's do Whoa. this. Whoa. Whoa. Like, because... <laughs> wait, I mean, like, think of your classic movies, you know, like, you go through these traumatic events, you gotta get out of town. You gotta get out of town. You gotta, right, and like, you, you did that one time and you went to the Imperial City, and you know you don't want to go there. relaxing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that was not relaxing. So now, are we moving the game, at least for now, to Severos? I think so. Holy smoke. All right, one of you needs to spend a coin to go to Severos. Uh, all of mine's in my stash. So should we, we just have- spend one from the vault? Oh, we have some in our vault. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, let's just spend one from our vault. Then. Now, I want everybody to know, I don't have a map of uh, any city in Severos like I do of Duskfall. I don't have... I have a my description of Severos... <laughs> Have, is is limited. The two pages in the book that has like the the world map and the and the little and the little descriptions. Yeah, I just have the heritage description on page fifty three. Outside the few imperial settlements, most Severos live in nomadic horse tribes scattered across the blasted Deathlands, surviving within the ruins of ancient arcane fortresses, which still repel spirits. Ooh. And, and on page 308, it's got a land of windswept plains covered in dark scrub and thorny growths outside the imperial cities on the coast. Some native Severosi still live in free tribes, scavenging the Deathlands on their ghost-hunting horses. And then there's all these kind of uh, coastal cities in Severos around a... a oh, but and, one or two, and there's one kind of one inland rail line. Yeah. Yeah. So there is a there is a rail line, and yeah. Severos is part of the empire. So Severos, those settlements are imperial settlement settlements. Mm. So this is like so, a, like a Victorian or like kind of colonial uh, state, sort of. Yes, yes, absolutely. And I think that um, if you will spend one coin, I think it takes one coin to get over there. Yeah, I spent I spent it out of the vault. Okay. I think we can allow this to happen for a little while. We can kind of uh, look for, uh, but you're gonna need you're gonna need to earn more coin. You're gonna need to to keep putting coin into your stash unless you want to end up, you know, in some opium <laughs> opium right. den in Severos, just like uh, I'm sorry, what are they? Black Lotus Den? What? Not Black Lotus. <laughs> just in the gutter. Whatever. Yeah, in the gutter. You don't want to end up addicted to drugs in the gutter, penniless in Severos instead of Duskfall. So you're going to have to think about what to do next. But in that time that you have been in Severos, perhaps you've met a third character who sort of joined your... Someone who lives there, perhaps in one of these these cities like Tyrmor or Severin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think that would be great. Um, I- I'm looking at Cullfield, yeah, Tiermore, Thorn. Yeah, I know these Iron are great names. <laughs> Wait, which of these places do you guys have you guys been hanging out in? Tiermore, Severin, Cullfield, Thorn, or Irondale? Irondale. 
That's when we're going to retire. That's where we're going to retire? Absolutely. Sounds beautiful. It's the southernmost, almost to the southernmost tip of Severos, right near the Dagger Isles. Irondale. Okay, so you're in Irondale. And who do you meet? Who who do we meet in Irondale? Oh, man. Okay. So what sort of... I almost... I haven't come in here with, like, a huge agenda about, like, what kind of character to make, other than I just want it to be a little bit yeah. different from the others. Well... So I want to... So this is a character that, that you're encountering in Irondale, a sort of colonial outpost city, um, uh, a place where maybe people from, like, a spot like Duskval or the... or or the Imperial City go to make a fortune or... <laughs> yeah. Or do exploration or lay low if they've got scandal back at home um maybe you know like after all of our experiences i feel like we would approach someone who is whether or not this is true but on surface level easy to read like because we mm-hmm. don't want someone who's just about to backstab us you know pull a number on us all of a sudden like you know yeah. find someone who's like uh seems to be forward facing on the level on the level. Uh, well, yeah, but the best intentions are often uh, yeah. often go awry. I mean, are you, you, you're dealing with uh, people in a teeming kind of colonial <laughs> city. You might need someone who can show you around, and that person is oh, not yeah. necessarily going to be a honest, straightforward dealing sure. character. In so fact, true, you know? it's sort of not up to you. It's sort of up to no, yeah. Ross Bryant. Yeah, like I'm imagining, like I watched, I rewatched Casablanca recent, recently, and, and in the way that like uh, Casablanca is depicted there is this kind of polyglot city, kind of on the edge of the world, um, like where there's all like the, the the fellow who's leaning over people, being like, "Oh, there are devils everywhere, my friend," as he's picking the pockets of everybody, and there's all these folks who know know everything, know everybody's angle, um, like, yeah, this is definitely a place full of those sorts. And um, uh, so, on the one hand, I'm thinking of this like in the colonial spot, you would have like folks who could take you out, um, see see the sights, and that that feels like a hound to me. Um, mm. But it, but somebody more attuned to like the all of the angles in the urban center sounds like a slide to me. Um, it's a slide. Yeah, that sounds right. And um, so yeah, yeah, we're 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 more southern now. Maybe it's a little bit. Maybe it's a little bit hotter. Um, <laughs> you know? Yeah, still, still no light. Oh yeah, know, no because light. the entire world no longer has. Yes, <laughs> um, um, the entire city feels like night market. It's uh, it's like you say, it's a it's a big melting pot of different cultures here in Irondale. Uh, because the Dagger Isles are just south. Aruvia is, is a hop skip mm-hmm. to Irondale. Uh, Aruvia being a desert kingdom with actual like tropical forests as part of it as well, I think. So, yeah, Irondale is a big melting pot of different cultures. And it doesn't have quite as strong of it. It is ruled by the Imperi- Empire, by the Imperium. It is, it is uh, technically part of the Empire's government but 
I would say that it just the face of it is a lot different. There's a lot of different types of people, not all Akarosi running things. So okay, so yeah, um, so yeah, a slight like in the way that in Casablanca, since this is just like got my imagination going, and like there's all people are always like after passports, right? Documents are really important, and so you need somebody who can connect you to somebody to connect you to somebody to get the right get the right thing. I know who holds that kind of thing. I can talk to them on your behalf. I'll take, of course, a finder's fee to allow that sort of uh, um, transaction to happen. I can introduce you to the right people. Um, And so this is that sort of person. Um, uh, And yeah, maybe, maybe like a, maybe like a business owner, like, like Rick is in that, in that, in that movie, like, uh, <laughs> no, like, uh, and, and maybe a Humphrey Bogart accent. <laughs> I don't know about that, but, uh, yeah, yeah. Full, full Bo- Bogart. Um, or Sydney Green Street for that matter. Um, yes. Well, I think that's, I think that's awesome. Let, let, yeah, let's, let's it. go with that. Let's, let's, so, let's run with that. So yeah. Imagine like a little, a little, like a place that other, other scoundrels in this place maybe use as their vice den. And um, running it or ass- assisting with it is a character that you've maybe come across as you entered or somebody that's been pointed out to you as somebody that can you assist you with things. Um, Great. <sighs> Who is this person? Do we have a name yet? Do I have a sheet yet? Oh, yeah. Ross's character <laughs> five. Good God. Ross's um, character five. Can you go ahead and add dots and things to it? Yes. I gave you permission. Okay, great. So the sheet uh, is there in our in our roll twenty. This is an, the the blades in the dark roll twenty is incredible and very useful. And if you're playing blades in the dark, you should use the roll twenty pack. Okay, so why don't you decide? Oh, so we've decided that it's a slide. Mm-hmm. Now I'm gonna bump them up after we create a basic character. Okay. Right. Yeah. Uh, I will. I will allow them to level up a little bit. So do we want to do name and details first, or do we want to... Well, what, are the, what is their heritage? Are they from Severos? This is, this is not really... Yeah, I want to say they've lived here a while. Um, I, want to, I think they're Akarosi, though. Yeah, but they're they, Akarosi? They, they, they had to come here. Um, okay. Um, or okay. maybe they were... Maybe much like the Silver Nails, they were involved in the... In the in the in the colonial conflicts that happened, they probably were on both sides, running running weapons to one, brokering information to the other, and um, but only truly for themselves. Cool. And, okay, um, I've, ri- I've written Akaros, part of the colonizing force, and what is their background? Um, academic labor law tra- trade. Trade and what is if, if we had to describe their main stock and trade? What would it be? Weapons, people, kind of dark. Um, and and <laughs> you know, in in uh, in Blades in the Dark, it could be ghosts or souls. Information. I think uh, this maybe this was the sort of uh, person that could uh, because they could travel in mixed company, um, could be used by an agent or double agent. With um, forces in that sort of colonial conflict, perhaps. 
And what is their vice? Faith, gambling, luxury, obligation, pleasure, stupor, or weird? Very important choice, as we have found. Um, yeah. <laughs> obligation. Um, obligation is one we haven't... We haven't uh, um, I had it before. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But no longer. Right, right. You know, right. You, you, because of your obligation to your deceased, now very deceased lover. <laughs> double um, deceased. Double deceased. Yeah. Um, faith, gambling. I, I keep wanting to do something, something weird. Maybe, maybe weird. You're weird. Yeah. <laughs> why why See, not? We can't keep the weird away. We can't keep the weird too far, okay? Yeah. It's gotta uh, be weird. That's why you work with the remnant. Yeah, baby. Yeah, yes, that's right. exactly. That's the why you guys are... are getting along. Are you also someone who lets ghosts ride them? Because that might be a way that you and Valkos could meet up. Because remember, Valkos in Severos doesn't have his Path of Echo connections to set him up Ooh. with that kind of thing. So, oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I said that I'm a vice broker. All kinds of things are available uh-huh. in this place. And uh, yes, I know the uh, rarefied tastes seek all sorts of things. And, um, and yeah, uh, ghost riding... It's just one of the many things that uh, that this character gets down in. Wow. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, so you have, uh, as a slide, you start with a dot in consort and two dots in sway. You get four more dots, and we're going to level this person up, but l- what, wh- where would you like the other four dots to go? Um, I get four wherever. Okay, yeah. if this person was a... Or actually, one is supposed to deal with your... Oh, right. Your heritage, one is supposed to deal with your background, and then two, wherever you want. Um, I guess heritage and background can go wherever you want, but you're supposed to kind of let that inform it. Right. If I was a, if I was a war um, uh, spy of sorts, Prowl makes sense. If I, yes. um, And if I was a tradesman, um, like... Uh, Maybe study makes sense. Great. All right. And how about uh, how about the other two dots? Where would you like them to go? If I was in war, skirmish makes sense. Mm-hmm. And um, if I'm a slide, then um, I might drop three in this way. Okay. Mm-hmm. Very oh, persuasive. Mm-hmm. Consort okay. also helps with like connections and as well. Oh, since yeah. you're describing them as like right, maybe I'll do to, to consort right? instead. Yeah, the double up on those two. That sounds right. Good. Yeah. So I'm. Yeah, I'll drop that into consort instead, and there are my dots. All right, and now your special ability, and your uh, here's what I'm going to do for you, to kind of reflect that you are not you know a beginning character. I'm going to give you four more dots to spend. Okay. I'm going to let you choose right now two special abilities. Four okay. Dots. Okay. Four dots, two special abilities instead of one, like a beginning character. But I'm also going to require you take one trauma. All right. That looks, <laughs> I love tough but fair. That's great. Four, four two special abilities plus a trauma. Here we go. Um, okay. I'm going to go. He's weird, right? Attune. Um, yeah. Nice. He... Uh, He's slippery, right? Another in Prowl. Okay, great. Yeah. Um, 
he's a, uh, if he was a spy, survey. Um, okay. And. Do you have three dots on anything? Get you a three dot something. Yeah. And I, and I wanted that third dot in sway. And so there we go. Here comes there the, uh, here comes the, uh, um, special abilities. And I use it. Oh, God. Secret method. Oh, wow. Interesting. Um, like, I'm going to choose the one, the ability, like looking into a mirror. I can always, always tell when someone is lying to me. Oh, now that's amazing. Okay. Great. The, the book says Whoa. that that's a, that's a double edged sword because, um, not only you, it, it's it's all the time you always know, but uh, if somebody tells you a lie to soothe you, you know that they're lying. <laughs> oh, like, uh, <laughs> um, that's rough. Um, let's see. Ooh, subterfuge. Trusting me. Oh, trusting me is that one Juliet has where you get plus one of the target you have an intimate relationship with. Yeah. Um. Ooh, uh, a little something on the side. You earn plus two stash at the end of every downtime phase. Damn. Whoa. So we need up, to get that. You rack up the dough. PDQ. It would be so funny if this character joins the crew now and then retires before them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe I'll, maybe, maybe that's for, that's, maybe that's for late skis. Um, it's good to know for a, uh, it's good to know for, for, us. Uh, I am going to. Uh, um. Uh, I, I put so much into sway that I'm gonna, I'm gonna assist that even more with this mesmerism ability. When I sway someone, I may cause them to forget that it's happened until they wow. next interact with me. Amazing. That's uh, that's wild. So this guy's weird, but bordering on mental powers, really. Mm-hmm. And so finally, what is his trauma? Yes. Um, is he cold, haunted, obsessed, paranoid, reckless, soft, unstable, or vicious? <laughs> uh, interesting. Uh, I've never done... Uh, this guy plays both sides of things like can try to kind of get somebody to do anything um hmm. and because of that like he's he's seen he's betrayed people that he knows their cause was just he's he's given information I mean this colonial conflicts are horrible um yeah like perhaps he he knows that because of information he he, he brokered people were uh families were separated that 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 towns were relocated or destroyed um and that is a terrible amount of guilt to carry i'm gonna go soft we've never done soft wow i think he's got a um he can he can move people but if somebody has a real he's really good at influencing people with stories but if somebody's got a story for him it'll it might move his heart yeah. Oh, I love that. Well, especially if he played both sides, right? Like he 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 also gets swayed to help. It's like too. Rick it's like Rick from Casablanca where he looks cold, ah. but as soon as something happens but he he's got it he's got a heart of gold, right? And oh my uh, gosh. and if and if he gets and if he gets a good enough story, then he'll rig his own casino games 
to help people leave the city. <laughs> what does he look like? Um, I'm going full full uh, colony vibes. It's like a. Uh, it's like white linen, everything, uh, <laughs> or, or and just just yeah, loose <laughs> linen attire. Those those like big crease uh, pleated pants, um, tight shirt, chain um, <laughs> shirt, always per- perpetually open, um, and uh. And it's and and yeah, like a super duper, uh, always kind of like that shine of the heat. <laughs> sweaty, should I say sweaty? sweaty. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, like, I, I, I'm, I want to see like a, like a, like kind of like those like twenties or thirties, um film actor sort of energy like totally mm-hmm. D- did you give him a name no no uh, that's what we're gonna do now now we ha- we can uh, you can give him a name or I can choose one from this list of random names I have um I'll I'll go ahead and I'll, I'll I think I can we've uh, the last name was bestowed upon us by the by the machine Ekapress. Yes. Right. This time you can take control. Uh, <laughs> Zacharosi. Um, his name is Alden. His name is Alden Sykes. Nice. Alden Sykes. Nice. Does he have an alias? Yes. Um, uh, yeah. Um, sweet. Alden Sweet Sykes. Sykes. <laughs> there he is, Alden Sykes. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, you come up, I mean, it's, and it's like, Fan, imagine just like fanning himself, tall glass of something in front of him, like like rotating a pinky ring. It's all edge, all that stuff. Very good. So, why don't we just see these characters interact a little bit? Um, maybe they can this talk about. Like, yeah, what does this guy sound like? So, have you? We won't do the first meeting. You guys have met already. Alden Sykes has set up Valkos with the vice he needed to relieve stress. He has uh, procured like passports for you guys so that you can stay in the city. And he's sort of, you guys have gone from being business acquaintances to actual friends of sorts now. As friendly as scoundrels can get, where you spend a lot of nights in uh, in the bar in fact, your new lair is a tavern in in uh, in Irondale now, and we can go ahead and say that that tavern is owned by Alden Sykes. Great! Wow. Oh, crew, crew wise, I'm not going to change too much. I'm yeah. I'm going to I'm going to keep all of your current all of your current faction alliances, you know, because I think some of these groups have uh you know offices in severos and 
things can be affected in Severos, especially like people like, oh, I don't know, nobles who have access to big sailing ships. Um, <laughs> okay. And uh, and your crew is gonna, you know, you still have a large vault here. It, you 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 brought your coin with you. You didn't leave it behind. You know, you mm-hmm. still have a workshop because Alden has set you up with one. So nothing really changes except for the location for right now. And that way, if and when we go back to Duskfall, it all it all stays consistent. So, uh, all of that said, let me know. What are you looking at? You, you still need coin. You still need to get that coin together to retire well. So, yeah. what... Let, let me hear... Uh, let, me, let me see a scene where you are talking about what to do next. Uh, so, Alden, oh, what kind of work do you get up to in this city? I love this question, and I... Just to step back from what, like... You know, Ross never met an accent he didn't like, so... <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what this guy said. He's I can't wait. I'm just... Kalani, it's Kalani. Yeah? Sorry. Um... He's... Sort of... Um, <clears throat> There's so much business that can be done in a place like this. Truly, if I was only running the... running the bar here, the overhead would not pay for itself. So, I must get up to all sorts of little side businesses. Yeah? Right. Everyone has a hustle here. Yes. um, We are looking to make a substantial amount of coin, let me say. Let me set the scene a little bit. You're in a bar, um, and it is, um, it's small. It is not solely owned by Alden Sykes. You have business partners, and sometimes you can get into trouble with them because you are sort of beholden to them with the prop. Yeah, Yeah, you're in debt to them. This bar, (laughs) this bar has the Ricks in Casablanca kind of feel. There are like fans turning slowly overhead to kind of get the air to circulate a little bit. Perhaps they are built on some sort of electroplasm foundation so that uh, there's some sort of generator running them. There is a organ uh, instead of like a piano like in Casablanca. There's like this weird organ, but it is used uh, <laughs> by entertainers who entertain the uh, the tavern goers here. And I can tell you that there is a really mixed group in here. There are groups of Eruvians sitting at a table there are even severosi horse lords in you know their furs like moving through the crowd in addition to plenty of akarosi because more than anything this bar serves as a way station for akarosi who need a little bit of a taste of you know the the kind of fare they're used to that they might find in say duskval what is the name of the bar mm. <clears throat> The steel hoof. The steel hoof. 
Okay, so here in the steel hoof, Juliet is asking Alden what kind of job they they could maybe pull. And uh, does Valkos have any thoughts on this? I feel like we might be good at potentially, well, bounty hunting. Something is either terrorizing the Deathlands itself, and you can you can sense a, a, a kind of a softness now with with Valkos because I think he's he's calmed down a bit. He's kind of seen death, and he's escaped with his with his with his loved one, and he's just trying to take it easy now. And he's perhaps maybe finding something to to hunt now. I don't want to put us in danger. The hunt could not necessarily have to be something that we feel is spiritual. Um, I mean, is there, and I'm sure you would know of maybe any spies or, or people that are indebted to other people with their own lives or money. So you'd like to go into the business of uh, problem solving those sorts of people. If they can fetch a pretty penny, then yes, yes, I would. Well, you should know better than most, Mr. Valkos, that most things in, uh, in Severos don't come for free. I, I could put my feelers out, see who... There's a need of services such as your own. Who needs bounties bringing in? Who needs favours done? Who needs problems erased? Well, come along with us. Help us. We are more than happy to give you a cut. You see, Miss Belrose, I was hoping you'd say that. Right. You know... um, you'll cut me in then I'll be diligently about my work then very good then it sounds like we're gathering information and specifically refine for me exactly what kind of job we're looking for we're looking to capture a criminal someone who has actually done something bad or we are looking to just grab anybody that there is a bounty on whatsoever I I think It's a bounty hunt. I'm I'm proposing it's it's whoever is the highest bounty, or you know maybe like (laughs) the lowest, right? Yeah, (laughs) whoever the highest bounty is on, which is going to be great for our soft uh, (laughs) 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 new crew member. (laughs) Right, right. Uh, Depending on who it is. Um. Yeah, maybe maybe. Well, speaking of soft, maybe the thing that I would be drawn to is someone who's like maybe it's a. Someone who has a problem that can't go to the police, um, or uh, mm, someone who's mm-hmm. uh, someone who's desperate um, for good reason. Um, okay, does someone need a favor done like that quietly? Okay, is that, is that specific <laughs> enough for you? Or, okay. it, it is. It's a little different from what Valkos was saying. Valkos was saying, "What's the highest paying bounty?" And yeah, Alden is saying. Let's find, right. let's find someone who needs a favor done. Who you know, 
It might be mm-hmm. like even doing a good deed. That's true. Um, that's right. right. Alden because, is um, soft. You should so. be careful um, what sort of person that you do favors for around here. Is um, it's all types. Other demons. <laughs> I joke. I joke. There are demons, Mr. Valkos, though both those that howl out there in the Deathlands that whisper among the stones in brush that lurk out there in the bush wearing the skins of other beasts and that are the demons that look more like you and I that uh, wear the mask of civility. If I could do a blow against one of those demons then I'd be uh, be paid not only in coin but in the uh, coin of the soul as it were. Hmm. Then I think we are aligned. I think that's a good start. I'm not looking to wrestle any more demons. My own as well as others. But to do good... Uh, well, depends on who, whose side means is good and bad, I guess. What say just, you, Juliet? Just one rule. No vampires. I'll do my best. No need hunting for monsters here. They'll find you in time. Okay. I need an information gathering role, and I want to know where specifically Alden goes to gather his information. Like, what, what channel he uses. Um, great. Um, you know what we didn't, we didn't establish? What is Alden's friend and rival? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so we can establish that now. Great. Um, let's say my rival is Clyra, a tavern owner who runs a rival bar. Yes. <laughs> and um, my uh, uh, my friend. Huh. Clyra, by the way, runs the Jade Paw. Love it. The Steel, Steel Hoof it the versus the Paw. Jade Paw. Love it. <laughs> Always trying to buy us out. Um, shut us down. Let's say it's... um. Parker to Jailbird? Now, you can add to this list, right? It's, these, this, you these can, are you can make, up, make up your own for sure. Um... Let's let's say uh, I, I love all the ones on the list, but to to lean into the um, the uh, the Severos of it all, um, let's let's do a um, a uh, like a. What would it be? A uh, a Severosi nomad. I love it. Yeah, someone who comes and goes. A, a uh, who tri- who's like getting information and and also goods from from the interior. Yeah. Okay. So uh, they they trade with you. Yeah, a Severosi trader. Okay. Uh, well, what's a, what's just, a good Severosi name? 
I'm uh, I'm looking it up right now. Uh, there should be uh, some good Severosi names in the character creation chapter here. Actually, there's just a bunch of names. There's just a ton of names. And I'm going to give you one right now. That name is going to be... It's a woman. Uh, I'm going to call her Veya. Great. Veya, a nomad. Cool. Um... And she is your friend. Yeah. Very good. So you are going to go talk to Veya and find out what kind of job she could turn you on to after this break. <laughs> and just like that. Huh? And just like that, Haunted City on the Glass Cannon Network. Be right back. Welcome back to Haunted City on the Glass Cannon Network, where our crew, the Remnant, has relocated to Severos, the colonial city of Irondale, and our new member, Alden Sykes, is looking to find out about a job, a, a potentially a bounty hunting job, or some sort of work that they can get, because right now our crew doesn't have enough in their stash to retire comfortably. In fact, if they retired now, they would live in utter squalor in the gutter. So, <laughs> let us now turn to Alden, and you were going to go talk to your contact, Vea, who is one of the nomads of the Severosi interior, right? That's right. Uh, well, you can find her at one of the trading posts here in the city. Uh, she is currently packing up her wares and not comfortable staying inside of a city for any given length of time. She will head back out to the outskirts to a camp that her, her band has right outside the city of Irondale right now. <clears throat> and I uh, I approach and perhaps I even have a little gift or something um, something to trade uh, Sykes what do you bring me Maybe I have like a little vial of uh, of green fluid, and <laughs> I'm just like, is that vial of wormwood liqueur that you requested? Ah, it burns so good, Sykes. She takes it, doesn't wait, pops it open. <laughs> ah, yes. Ooh, I can see the spirits now. <laughs> so, I'm guessing you want a favor. Really, I was hoping that you could um, allow me to do one for you if you had a line on one. You're looking for another side job just so mm. I don't know I've, I've recently made the acquaintance of two allies who more than common strength and fortitude that I think will up to 
any task that you or <coughs> any of your uh, compatriots would be able to put us on to. Together as a trio, I think we'd be able to accomplish anything you might have in mind. Yes, but last time, the mark, the target, they pleaded with you and you let them go. There are certain lines that I will not cross, as you know. So, take that into consideration. My past is my past. And I suppose I've got some redemptive work to do. (laughs) We wanted you to help us do business here in the city. Sometimes people need to be removed to uh, grease the wheels of commerce. Yes? (laughs) You want something that will not break your heart. A job (laughs) that will make you feel warm inside. Like you just drank your goddamned liquor. <laughs> I'm not a child, dear. I know how the market works. I know with what fluids the wheels of commerce and trade and progress are greased. And this is rarely oil and the blood of the demons. There's more often the blood the weak. Yes. So, I'm accustomed to making. I'm accustomed to making compromises. So, what would you have us do? If there's a favour that I can do for you that you think might be remunerative for my friends, we might be in accord. What have you heard? What have you got on the line? I know you hear things out there, and I know you hear things in here, no matter how short a time you stay. If someone wanted to make a lot of coin, they would go and bring Boltzmann back into the city. Do I know who Boltzmann is? <laughs> you probably don't. He's Akaros, like you. He went into the interior with his followers. They've set up a little camp there. It's almost a city. People say that he did something very bad back in Akaros. Maybe that's why the Empire has a bounty on him. Dead or alive. But I can tell you that the nomads, my people, the true Severosi, They would love to get their hands on him as well. Unfortunately, the war bands cannot be united to tackle him together. And he and his followers are heavily armed. The Akarosi say he has found ways of dealing with spirits that are different from 
how the people of the Empire or the Severosi deal with them. Some say he has gone native. If you could drag him out of his little kingdom that he's built for himself and bring him to the war bands, we would definitely find a way to thank you. But you would probably be tempted to hand him over to the Imperial authorities. Only because they would offer us a higher rate for his bounty? What exactly has he done to uh, draw the ire of the of the horse lords? He kills our people when they enter his turf. He has murdered numerous horse lords. All of his people are Akaros, except for a few turncoats from among the Severosi. And his way of dealing with spirits is impure. Well, perhaps we can coax this little, uh... This little desert mouse from his hole. I think you know, Vaya. So I have ways of being very, very persuasive. And I think I can be even more persuasive when backed with the, uh... The brains and the brawn, my friends. I'll bring this little charge to them. Let me just remind you, you're going to be tempted to turn him over to the Imperial authorities. But you do not live in the Imperial city, Sykes. You live in Irondale. You live in Severos. This is our land. So I would recommend you bring Boltzmann to us. Well, of course. I've been really steered wrong when I've taken your recommendations. And I'll pass your recommendations along to my allies. And bring me some more of that green drink. (laughs) Oh, it burns so good. Off of the still... And into your gullet. The spirits watch over you, Via. Alright, so take yeah. that back to my back to my comrades. We're just like lounging in the tavern, enjoying not being in Duskfall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I might have a little job for you. Oh yeah. Warlord you- by the name Warlord by the name of Boltzmann. Set himself up as a little potentate out in the uh, out in the bush. Why have I heard that name before? As a collection of followers, fights with the uh, fights with the locals. They want his head just as much as the empire does. You know his name. It rings a bell. His name is Fabio Boltzmann. Fabio. Fabio <laughs> Boltzmann. No matter. Or probably, um, probably one of those names that uh, <laughs> played in my ear when I was here. How much are we getting from this? 
And uh, what did, did I know? We didn't nickel and dime the actual <laughs> price, but like. So the Severosi didn't name you a price, but she was sort of threatening about the fact that you should right. give him to them. The imperial bounty on it is six coin. Okay. And we we have the sense that we. This seems like the kind of thing that uh, Alden might know. We maybe get less coin from the. From the. Um, from Vea's compatriots? You do, but you would get. You would get more trust and yeah. service from them. Here we are. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> The official Imperial Bounty is six. I, uh, rather princely sum. But the, uh, there are more things than riches that can be counted up in your vault, Mr. Valkus. The coin of trust is one that can be cashed in and used very, very potently. Wait, so you're telling me that this job is two-pronged? It's either we give them to the Empire or to your friend. Give them to the Empire, collect the coin, this sportsman gets Imperial justice, or and lose the trust of certain nomadic horse lords in the vicinity of Irondale. Severosi. Or pass it on. Severosi, indeed. We pull some sway locally, and especially out there. Or hand it over to them, receive less coin, and make some very powerful and intelligent friends. Yes. Varkos, I leave this to you as I don't know what your current state of affairs is with uh, fellow Severosi. I will offer that, um, though I have been known to play both sides in these sort of conflicts, that which goes by the name of imperial justice is perhaps not worthy of the name. Well, I'll tell you this now. My feelings are Ah, fuck the Imperial. Let's bring them back alive. It's decided, then. Now, I did perhaps neglect to mention that he uh, has a rather significant amount of followers. (laughs) What? And uh, a rather perverse and unique relationship with the spirits. (laughs) So, complications always arise. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm sure that you two are intelligent and powerful enough to find uh, ways around those particular details. Then this play that we're doing is for friendship, allyship, some form of alliance. And surely some coin as well. Oh, yes. Most certainly. However... Nothing here comes for free. We should focus on performing this to the best of our ability. Perhaps then it may require hiring. If this person says they have a small army, then what we need to do is meet them also with not necessarily a small army, but people who are good at this. Hmm. 
We're better, as you know, I love capturing people <laughs> when they're dead. But mm. in this scenario, if we want to put ourselves in good stead with your friends, then yes, we bring them alive, unscathed, maybe a little. Mm. But yes, I think then maybe we should begin building and finding some form of assets to help us. To uh, acquire an asset, as it were. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I uh, think he's a wonderful... Am I being asked for a downtime? Uh, yeah, oh, is this isn't that or, a downtime Is that a downtime activity? activity? Acquiring an asset? It sure is. Shit. Oh, damn. <laughs> Never mind then. <laughs> well, what, what are you trying to do, Valkos? I think it it's like just... Yeah, go on, go on, Ross. Oh no, uh, uh, if you are acquiring an army, it sounds like we're like a, a an assault. Yeah, we're just well, trying no, to hire. Is... Yeah, hire. Oh, now now we're now we're getting into the score. So here's what I want to know: Do you want to gather any more information before we begin? Because every time yes, if actually, I start yes, a score without asking that, I then would they, indeed. Okay, so why don't we gather some information and then based on that, I might let you. You know that that kind of thing could be the uh, could be fall under a flashback an army, or maybe we'll do a downtime phase if we really think it's necessary. But we, we right now, I, I'd like to do the gathering of information. So, uh, yeah. what kind of information would you like to gather, and where would you like to gather it? I think I just want to know more about the layout of. I want to know more about this person because I think I think definitely Valkos, especially Severus, you would have heard this guy's name before, right? And I think, like, either by passing or whatever. So I think I want to know more about this. I want to know the ins and outs, the nooks and crannies, who this person actually is. Very good. Who are you going to talk to? I don't think I'm going to talk to anyone. I think I'm going to be <laughs> listening and um, kind of taking a leaf out of Alden's book and, and kind of sticking to the shadows and maybe going, you know, trying to, you know, overhear conversations about this guy. Okay. What action are you going to use to do that? I'm going to use Prowl. Okay. Very good. Um, you may go ahead and roll your Prowl. Uh, just controlled. Uh, controlled for standard effect. It's information gathering, yeah. so those things don't really apply. Five. A five. Okay. So you succeed in gathering some information, and specifically it's when you... Um, meet others, uh, you know, native Severosi and kind of sit at their fires in their camps outside of Irondale. You talk to them at length about the reputation of Fabio Boltzmann and they tell you that he is a doctor. He calls himself a doctor and that his way of dealing with the spirits is impure. The spirits do not attack or molest his camp because he has brokered some sort of deal with them, which, of course, is anathema to native Severosi, who hunt down and destroy spirits. And so they think that he is capturing... Some of them think that he is capturing people who are native to Severos to do experiments on them that involve spirits. And they say even disgusting things. Like allowing a spirit to inhabit a living body. 
<laughs> I'll do the same. <laughs> um, interesting. So then with that kind of information, I'm, I don't know what the system here is of sending letters to people. But, or like crows or something. But if I wrote the name Fabio Boltzmann and had something sent to the Path of Echoes. Why still. have it? Why? Why? Okay, if you send it via mail, it's going to take uh, like a month at least okay. to get a response. But if you want, you can use the other form of communication, which is the spirits. It works on actually, no, it's technology. It works on an electroplasmic uh, principle, and it is a sort of telegraph. Could I employ the help of Juliette Belrose to help me do this? Sure. So it's it's encrypted. So it isn't, you know, so that's the thing. So it isn't necessarily going to be something that could be intercepted. So, you know, the imperial lines are what transmit these messages Mm. but uh you could hack them if someone knew how to kind of like get a machine up against a pole and kind of send their own signal across it yeah Mm. yeah let's try that and it could this be like my own gather information role yes to uh to maybe find out what they know about his methods as well and more details about the spirits he's dealing with Excellent. Um, I get plus one die when I gather information about the supernatural with this. Great. What is the... Oh, really? It's, is that from one of your special abilities? It's my ghost mind special Ooh. ability that I'm, oh. I'm always aware of supernatural entities, so I take plus one die when I gather... Specifically gathering info. Okay, great. Yes, you can uh, uh, use that special ability. So should I do a tinker rule here? Yes, you should, because you're literally <laughs> taking some sort of device you built and you're yeah. attaching <laughs> it to like one of their telegraph poles and you're using it to send your own message uh, and it will go through imperial channels. So are, are you perhaps asking the Empire what they know about Fabio Boltzmann? No, no path the of Path of Echoes. Oh, trying okay. to get through to the well, Path the, of Echoes. The Path of Echoes is very highly placed, like their members. So... Uh, like Valco said, it would need to be a message that seems like it is something else, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, go ahead and roll Tinker for me, and let's see how you do on gathering information about it. Five is the highest. Five. So you get some information, uh, and you guys speak through veiled messages, but once you have un- uh, deciphered the code that the Path of Echoes is sending you, you find out that Dr. Fabio Boltzmann is a former member of the Path of Echoes who was excommunicated from their ranks for his horrible experiments involving possession to create unholy hybrid beings. (laughs) Brilliant. <laughs> okay, wonderful. So the natives are not wrong. They are not incorrect. I mean, who knows exactly how his operation works out there in the desert, but yeah, 
They were not okay. uh, making anything up. Well, uh, does anyone else want um, to... I don't know if... Yeah, I want to know more about his his army. Um, or his retinue. Followers. I want to know how many. I want to know, you know, this... I want to know as much about what we're walking into as possible. His, okay. His, his operation. Right. Okay, great. Who are you going to talk to for that? Um... Perhaps, uh, I mean, I'm just riffing here, but like the, if the imperial, um, colonial government wants this guy, maybe I can, uh, talk to a, one of the, um, maybe they're like brown coats around here or something, or, uh, whatever the local version of the blue coats is. To, yeah, um, you're, you're, you're right. They are brown coats around here. Actually, you know, you know what they are? They're imperial military who you've bumped into hmm. before. Yeah, the yeah. armored guys. Yikes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. If there is one yeah. So I wanna I wanna go and get one of them talking and, and learn learn what I can. Okay, great. Um why don't you go ahead and tell me what you're gonna roll? And remember you have to be careful with the Imperial military. Absolutely. I'm gonna roll a consort, because you know, I'm gonna I'm a I'm a I work in the uh, hospitality business. Great. Um, so some imperial military uh, high-ranking officers come into your uh, bar at the, the Steel Hoof, and you uh, you give them some free drinks, and you roll your consort. Excellent. And I roll a four. A four. So... The amount of information they can give you is limited. Like, they can't give you the whole layout of his complex. They mm-hmm. think that uh, he has he has guns, though. He has, a, he has at least 20 followers who are mostly Akarosi or Dagger Isles. Uh, uh, some Severosi followers, uh, people native to Severos. And uh, he thinks he ha- that he has rifles. Okay. So that sounds scary because and that's all. That's all. Okay. They think he has. They think he. And and what they tell you is they go. Uh, I mean, we would have cleared him out already, but it's not worth it. There's well, nothing out there. There's nothing out there that we need. He wants to. Stay out there in the wasteland, firing at ghosts. Let him. And you also get the feeling that the Imperial military here in Irondale, they're a lot looser than the guys you met in the Imperial <laughs> City. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the, the four Fs of the Imperial Yeah, military. these guys are like, oh, we're away from the Emperor. We can kind of mm-hmm. relax. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's good for me, isn't it? So, Love that. Yeah. Um, right. So cool. he said they're saying they're saying at least armed twenty up. guys armed with rifles. Yeah. All right. Cool. Interesting. Now your objective is just to get in, get him, and bring him out alive, right? Yeah. And then the- you're thinking you're going to turn him over to Vea's yeah. war war band. That's right. And just so mm-hmm. you know, her war band is the Bear Tongue War Band. 
So, it feels like it's time for a score. Oh boy. Oh boy. So, <laughs> I'm just gonna hop right in. First, what? Thing. What's the plan? So, <laughs> I think we should go in with this. With like, look, I think what I would I would share with Alden is essentially like we've dealt with what I'm what I'm feeling or hearing is this person is obsessed. He's trying to build this entity. He's not necessarily playing God. He is being the hand of God, the hand of a healer, the doctor. And we dealt with someone very similar. That man called Seliak was the hand for the builder. Now, what we can do is lean into this, play into this, connect with him in a way of saying, hey, we agree with what you're doing. We see what you're doing. And we can pass that, you and I, because we... Well, we hang out with ghosts, hmm. so it's a very you know it's very much aligned with what we what we're trying to do. What we need to offer him though is some form of um, what my friend Seliak would say is material. What that material is, um, I don't know, but I think going out with an assault isn't necessarily our strongest suit, right? If the Imperials themselves wouldn't do it, then why should we? What we need to do is coax the fox out of their hole. Yes. And mm. so, it sounds like you're saying a deception right. is the way yep. you're thinking of going. Mm-hmm. Just to review all of your options, just in case you want to debate any others. An assault, okay, Valkus is arguing against that, and you can understand why. Deception, wow. we've already spoken about. Stealth. He has changed. <laughs> <laughs> He has stealth. I mean, that's a possibility, and it would be very much in the uh, in the realm of shadows, which is the type of crew you are to sneak in, kidnap him, and sneak out. Occult. There's definitely possibilities there because he is an occultist of some sort. He is experimenting with spirits. Social feels like a long shot, but you could negotiate, bargain, or persuade him to turn himself in. I don't really see that happening, but. It, it, maybe you'll have an idea and then transport uh, that feels like if he were traveling you grab him right. and then you have to get him across mm-hmm. the Deathlands and we didn't gather information to find out if he ever leaves like comes and goes yeah, yeah that's what I was hoping to get from the from the cops <laughs> but oh really yeah and like his a sense of his movements and comings and goings perhaps in addition to his numbers but you rolled uh, a four you rolled a four, four yeah, yeah. right i'm not yeah. gonna give you any more yeah yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. um, um okay. so stealth, stealth kind of sounds the, like kidnapping yeah, side of things that, yeah we can get, we can go into the belly of the beast stealth or deception sounds like maybe the way to go yeah and what do we have to pick for if we do stealth like what is it uh... stealth you'll need your point of infiltration <clears throat> tunnels um, no it wouldn't stretch that far would it <laughs> I'm gonna see uh, no I'm afraid not but you know the way that Blades in the Dark works is oh I have you an can option tell for a point me of what infiltration the po- yeah I mean this is this is what slides do right and or here's an, an option what if I uh, what if I go and tell me if this is too much of a deception but like to actually go in talking to him and 
under false pretenses and then unlock the door from the inside to allow my friends in. Yeah, all right. So that sounds like almost like a combo, right? Like, yeah. uh, it, and it looks sounds like kind of like a setup maneuver, right? Deceptive right. stealth. Um, yeah, okay. Deceptive stealth. Deception. A setup Coming maneuver. This summer. Stealth deception. Okay, so uh, a setup maneuver. Uh, let me see if I can, because I, I, this is this is really uh, perfectly within like what the book talks about. So when you perform a setup action, you have an indirect effect on an obstacle. If your action has its intended result, any member of the team who follows through on your maneuver gets plus one effect level or improved position for their role. Mm. You choose the benefit based on the nature of your setup action. Okay. So what we could have exactly, uh, that sounds like a point of infiltration. The point of infiltration is a door into the complex that Alden Sykes is going to get unlocked for you by going in and doing a social mm-hmm. role. So I'm thinking that if Alden succeeds at his role, I'll give you plus I'll give you improved position for your engagement role. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So you mm. if you if you roll a d- desperate, it'll be risky. If you roll a risky, you'll be controlled. Okay. Does that make sense? But yeah. if I That's fail, all, all, but if but if Alden fails, then I think that I'm going to make it worse. Right. Okay. Not necessarily. Yeah, and we'll decide how it goes. To, so uh, Alden, tell me what you're going to do. So you guys have to journey into the interior. It's not safe. It is another Deathlands wasteland situation. So tell me what your loadouts will be. <laughs> Um, I'll go normal. Yeah, I think I'll be normal. I'll also be normal. Okay, very good. <laughs> We're and normal, normal people. We're just so normal. And, um, you know, there are, like in the Deathlands in Akaros, there are, like, clouds of poison, uh, you know, ash and things that go across the land. So let's go ahead and assume you've all uh, procured gas masks or mm. some sort of rebreather apparatus, you know. Here in Severos, they use those little things that go into the nose. <laughs> and yeah. um, you arrive... Uh, this is the setup role, Alden. You arrive at the door of an enormous wooden palisade. This guy has built a fort out of old petrified trees. It is uh, quite large. I mean, it's definitely a complex with multiple buildings that he has built out here. Looks like the work of years of you know labor and so um, there are um, slits or like little windows that uh, his followers can gaze out at you and when you start to approach you even see the barrels of rifles kind of come out of those (laughs) those windows how did you get in alright he's a All we know is that he's he's attempting to form amalgams of human and spirit. Uh, so maybe I've come with an offer for him uh, to, as as uh, as Valkos was suggesting, he might be looking for materials for his work. Um, uh, 
maybe uh, maybe I've brought a spirit bottle um, with a with a or a uh, via or a, or some potent electroplasm or something. Well, do you have anything in your inventory for your normal loadout that would allow you to have something like that? Yeah, total. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah. My, no, my... that's not what I mean. Nope. Could it be arcane implements? Under arcane implements, there's a bunch of stuff. That's right. Arc- arcane implements would be the maybe the thing. Oh yeah. Um, this is maybe not the use that it's normally put to. But I'll uh, I'll come I'll come with an offer of a of an arcane implement to uh, to assist in his work. I've heard of his reputation, and I'm uh, I'm here to to assist. I have to see, I have to see the things that that he's up to out here. These transgressions on the boundaries between life and death. I'm a fan, you see. Very good, and so. Explain to me exactly what you're giving him. What are you offering when you come up to the gate here? Um, I am... This is oddly similar to what we did to in the Imperial City, where we had like a, a arcane object that we were trying to coax someone mm. into buying. Um, maybe a... Or, uh, I have no fucking, maybe it's like uh, the material is me. I hear that, I, I hear that you put, you put spirits into people. I would love to, uh, walk through the doors that you and your people are opening here. I'm a, uh, um, what other people might deem a guinea pig. I understand wow. that, that what they are are cosmonauts. I want to, they're necronauts. I want to be one of your <laughs> necronauts. <laughs> All right. What action are you using to convince the guards at the door that you would like to join the doctor in his great endeavor, his great enterprise? And I definitely have an arcane implement. Let's say some electroplasm. Uh, I'm going to use sway, of course, and I'm going to push myself because this is an important <laughs> role. You should because you're going to need to push yourself to get standard effect. Right now you have Oof. limited they're guards at a gate. They don't, you know, normally they don't like people walking up and right. just like, you know. So you have limited effect, but if you push yourself, you're going to have standard effect. With the same amount of dice? Uh, yeah, you won't get extra dice. You just are able to do more. Okay. And so uh, I'm going to I'm gonna, I'm gonna give, uh, like I said, if this is successful, you're going to get in. We're going to have a little scene with you inside, and then we are going to do the engagement role for the entire crew. Yeah, hands are up, vial is in the air, as I, and <laughs> the, uh, the breathing apparatus is in the nose, but of course I'm wrapped in scarves, local, local attire. How'd I do? Oh, I rolled a six. Beauty. A six. Nicely done. And so, uh, you are brought in, and you are taken before Boltzmann. And Boltzmann is in what can only be described as a throne room. And he has uh, both Akarosi, Severosi, and Eruvian people who look to be catering to his every need, fanning him because it's very hot out here. 
One uh. is a uh, there's a uh, there's a young uh, Aruvian man who's massaging his feet, mm-hmm. and Boltzmann is is uh, he's kind of corpulent, he's kind of big, and he has a tiny little mustache that clings under his nose, <laughs> and he says, "So, you wish to join me in my great and glorious project?" I've always been drawn to people who travel. Some would say transgress upon the boundaries which keep conventional reality structured about us. Those like yourself prove themselves to be a shining beacon to those of us who seek to break free from the strictures of convention and these based laws that hold us all in check huh. here in the, people fear the Deathlands but they are those of us who are drawn to them as you are and I hear that you're about a great business here I huh. would very much like to submit myself and whatever I have in my person my flesh to your great experiment huh hmm he gets up off of his throne and he keeps making those sounds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he kind of waddle he kind of waddles over to you. Uh, and he's big. He's not short. Uh, and he's very broad. Uh, and he kind of looks down at you and now he's like kind of like checking your shoulders. Mm-hmm. And he's like your teeth let me see your teeth. Yes, if I... Of course. And I allow myself to be... him to open my mouth and yeah. open my teeth. Huh. huh. <laughs> God damn this guy. How much do you know of... what I've been doing here? You talk about... transgressing boundaries. But you don't seem familiar with my work. What I am doing is helping humanity. My work is a work of great charity and generosity. Then we speak the same language. I understand that those who seek to do the most good in this world are often the most misunderstood. How often those that seek to blaze a trail of of justice and comfort for their fellow man are deemed not just um, dangerous, but mad. But I think we both know that one must be a little mad to do good work in this world. (laughs) Well, what is... Please reveal to me what I've, uh, up until this point, uh, learned only from rumor to hear it from your mouth well as you know follow me please (laughs) as you know a millennia ago many of the species that used to exist in our world were wiped out by the weakening of the boundaries between the living and the dead (laughs) (laughs) I have discovered a way 
to reintroduce these species to the ecosystem. <laughs> he takes you out, and now you are standing in front of this uh, complex that looks like it's heavily locked up. Mm-hmm. And he gestures to a Severosi guy handing a, holding a rifle who unlocks it. And he enters inside, and you see dozens of pens with metal bars. And he goes, these are some of my more successful endeavors. And suddenly a humanoid form with a canine type snout and large uh, ivory fangs bangs up against the cage going (laughs) and he goes quiet, quiet, quiet and he turns some sort of like little medallion that he's holding and then suddenly the collar which has something that looks like a spirit bane charm on the dog man's neck flares with light and the dog man goes and falls back down to the ground. You see, I will once again reintroduce diversity to our ecosystem. Just think of the different types of meat that we will have access to. Canine meats, feline meats, all different types of flesh. Very succulent. Very succulent and delicious types of meat that we have heretofore forgotten. Our diets will be enriched. We will be able to build more muscle mass and eventually our improved physiques will allow us to build machines that will travel to the stars. Is this Elon Musk? (laughs) 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 Truly, I'm in the presence of genius. And and maybe anyone else would be showing their horror at this moment, but um, Alden Sykes uh, is keeping his cool. Um, can only hope that soon, when your great work reaches its fruition, that the rest of humanity can have a physique as impressive as yours. Put a collar on him, and now excuse me. <laughs> two uh, two, gar- two guards come forward with one of those collars that the dog man was wearing, and you can hear <laughs> sounds from all of the pens, and the guards are uh, reaching to put a collar on you. Oh wow, this is all up top. Okay, um, <laughs> yeah, I know. But Alden went in for one reason. Yeah. And the reason he went in was to open a door. And we walked a while while we were here. And you've been walking around looking at the facility for a and little while. And I rolled while. a six. Um, no, and you story. rolled a six. It's time for the engagement roll. And in, Yeah. You get one die for free. Let's see if I did it, guys. You get another die because you learned quite a bit about this guy, although it wasn't quite what you expected. But you learned nope. a little bit about him before you came. <laughs> And uh, I'm going to improve the wherever you end up. I'm going to improve it one step. Okay? So it's two die. But wherever you end up, I'm going to improve it one step. So if you end up a desperate, it's going to switch to risky. Okay? Here we go. All right. 
Now, without Alden, you would be in a desperate position. But you are currently in a risky position. Oh, my God. Valkos and Juliet, you are both at the door where Alden told you to go. And it is indeed unlocked. But currently there are two guards. They are not facing you. They are turning and watching a procession going into the pens that includes the man himself, Fabio Boltzmann. So these guards are not paying attention to you at this very moment, but they are there. That is why it's a risky position. How are you going to get past them and into the complex? Excellent. So just as Alden, or as uh, Fabio was monologuing, I was unlocking the door yeah. while nodding <laughs> at him. Yes. Yes. Excellent. Um, are these guards wearing uniforms? Like, is there a way to tell that they're... They look more like... Uh, they, they're not really uniforms. They look like more like Sandinistas or something. Like they're they're in what, whatever they could scrounge together. Okay, so they, there's they not are like... not they are not dressed like traditional Severosi at all. You know, so right? I, I guess would... I meant like, is there a, a? This all seems pretty culty of them. You know, like are they? They're not dressed in any sort of like. Uh... There is not a uniform look among yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I say take the left. You take the right. Of course, my love. I'm <laughs> um, going to sneak behind. And how much do you have in your prowl, by the way? Uh, zero. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to be using prowl. Well, Juliet uses other techniques to take That's out true. sentries. That's true. Cool. Yeah. What action are you going to use, Valkos? It sounds like wow. you're going to come up behind this guy and knock him out, yeah. or yeah, yeah. I'm going I'm to break his neck. Oh shit! <laughs> okay, um, it's hard to break a neck unless you want to like say give well, yourself superhuman strength. Well, no, it's it's like this ambush with close violence, a backstab, throat cutting, or a blackjack. I think then I'm going to knock him out. Ooh, you have an ambush with close violence. Uh, uh, power uh, the prowl, or prowl. Probably oh, right. About, yeah, that's, it's like ambush with close violence, a backstab, throat cutting, or blackjack. Okay, great. So I, you, I, think, you... I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to use one of my... That's it. I'm going to use one of my uh, my uh, fine fine hand tools, um, and I'm going to come behind him and just... Yeah, I'm going to knock him out. I'm just going to knock him out rather than stab okay. him in the neck and kill him. So yeah, okay. I'm just going to knock him out. Valkos has changed. Juliet, what are you going to do? Yeah, that's wild. I was just going to use uh, the blowgun and dart to use standstill poison on the one on the left so that Valkos could theoretically take him out right after. Yeah, cool. Okay, great. Both of you make an action. What, what action roll is that, Juliet? It sounds like Tinker. Ever, both of you make your rolls. Okay, mine's prowl. Are we, uh, oh, can I, a bit of uh, housekeeping. Should I not have marked any desperate actions in our past uh, whole? Yeah, I guess not. That was, that, was free, that was free play. Let's go ahead and say okay. your experiences, your memories of that time is, are, have been repressed. <laughs> okay. Let yeah. me just erase a few. Uh... So I okay. failed. Oh. Man. What? You failed? <laughs> no. <laughs> what do you mean you failed? But, but, I got a, but that's a impossible. One, and a two and a three. 
What? That's oh never happened. Uh, well, I got a four. At least I succeeded with a couple. I should have. I should have killed him. I should have fucking killed him. Yeah. What are you doing over here? Not killing. Okay, you succeed with a consequence. And what what kind of what kind of a chemical were you using against? I was them, just Julia? using the standstill poison, the paralyzing so, one. So here's what happens. Um, I should have told you what the consequence would be if you failed. And I think the well, the consequence is obvious. These guys attack or set off the alarm. Let's see. If I roll high on the fortune die, they are attackers. If I roll low, they're more like a help intruders kind mm. of guys. Intruders! Intruders! Oh, oh boy. Okay. Um, the one guy goes intruder, and he has standstill poison. The other guy is like elbowed Valkos when Valkos went to knock him out, and is uh, pulling up his rifle to fire on Valkos. And they have shouted, alerting everywhere. In fact, the collar is about to go on to Alden Sykes when suddenly they hear outside. Intruders! And uh, Fabio Boltzmann looks at you and goes, A little trick. A little, a little, a little ruse. Go, go, kill them. Go, go. And he sends four guys out. One guy is watching you now, Alden. And four guys have run out to help the uh, the sentries. And so, uh, I have a man pulling a rifle on you right now, Valkos, and aiming it at you. What would you like to do? I say, fuck it. And <laughs> I am um, fine. So you can see what happens with my fine hand weapon. Was it was, there, was the, there was the butt of the knife. And suddenly I end up flicking it, and it turns into a knife, and I just go to stab him in the fucking eye. <laughs> okay, great. Because um, so we're gonna... close, right? And he's got a rifle, yeah. so I would imagine that my idea is to, like, el- like you know, palm the rifle up and just go to stab him. To... You're going to skirmish with him. Yeah. Okay? But here's the deal. He has mm. a rifle at close range with you. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say this is a desperate action. And... Okay. The consequences, if you fail, are that you will take a level three harm and be out of the score because he will blast you. Would it be tough as nails because I get a one level less severe? So it would you'll, be a level ha- you'll two have harm. to you'll have to use that if he hits you, won't you? Okay, okay. All right. Uh, so desperate for standard effect. Desperate for standard effect, and uh, the effect. Let's agree will be that you stab him so he might not be dead but he's gonna be like out of it right I'm he's just a he's just a guard push myself to yeah. not be trifled with to increase the effect okay um then if you succeed you get great effect meaning you not only take him out you take him out so quickly you have time to hide yourself okay while these other guys are arriving. My man, man. my man. He's back, baby. He's back. He just got a critical. So describe how you super quickly take him out and then have time to hide. So the idea is that essentially, um, as he shouts intruders, the peaceful Valkos kind of just disappears. And as I see this rifle come to my face, like... A freaking tiger! I move with 
super speed and strength and kind of move move the move the rifle up stab him straight in the eye take the rifle and turn him round and make him look like he's standing there like like he's just you know kind of a bit silly and then suddenly as I move to, to hide the body just drops and you just don't know where I fucking am <laughs> okay Juliet do you just follow Valkos or is there something you want to do you've got one guy frozen and one guy Valkos just killed and any second now those sentries are going to arrive more yeah, guards are going to arrive I would assume like kind of at the same time since we were on each person I just go up and I slit the throat of the guy who's paralyzed okay great his throat is slit and you, you, but you're you're lingering for a minute to do that and so now well, you can hear boot falls. No, it's too late. You've lingered. What? It's lingering. <laughs> you lingered. No, what were you going to say? I'm sorry. Well, just my, I feel like mine took no time. He was paralyzed. I didn't have a tussle of someone having a gun in my face. I just wanted to slit his throat and then back away. Well um. argued. Correct. Done. <laughs> uh, so you're able to run off with Valkos. And now I'd like to cut back inside the pens where you have been left. Alden Sykes with just one guard and he pulls out a handgun and points it at you and hands you the collar with like the weird spirit bane charm on it and goes put it on okay um <laughs> interesting I would like to buy a flashback put it on please. flashback great <laughs> yes um Remember we talked about having reinforcements? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what if we came not just with the three of us, but with some others? Oh, yeah. Um, you know people. I know people. Um, of all sorts. Um, and I think maybe I've, uh, I've gotten us a little insurance policy where once we, once we were all in, um... I could create more more chaos and diversionary uh, tactics by having some of some mounted friends rise up and begin firing on this facility. Does this sound more nomads? Yeah. Let's see the scene where you convince them to do this. Great. Veya um, is with them. <clears throat> She's great. looking at you skeptically. I, I gave she- you this job. Why should we help? <laughs> You gave me the job of getting in, fetching this, um, this Fabio for you. And that will do. But this is walking into a facility built like a fortress. He's made himself a little warlike potentate out there in the Deathlands. So when we get in, it would be to the point if we could make a loud noise on the outside, bring their attention to the perimeter so that we can make good our escape when we're in there. So if you attack from the north, we'll fetch ourselves out through the door that I'll open in the south. You are, you have succeeded if you pay two stress, okay. but I want to see, I want to see the action roll that you use to convince them to see how motivated they are. Great. Sway it is, baby. <laughs> I think that's going to be... Sway away. This, that's going to be old uh, Sweet Alden Sykes, Stock and Trade. Oh, yeah. Um, here we go. Boom, boom, boom. And that's a four, a four, and a five. Okay. 
Alden, as this guy tells you to put the collar on, suddenly you hear a lot of gunshots coming from outside the fort, and you hear the whooping cries of uh, members of the Bear Tongue War Band. And this guard is like, shit, shit, we're under attack. As soon as uh, he's distracted, I close the collar around his neck. <laughs> okay. Uh, and we will have an action roll to see how that goes when we come back next week. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is Heart of Darkness meets the Isle of Dr. Moreau here <laughs> on Haunted City. We'll be back next week with more. Thank you, Ross Bryant, Abu Salim, and Josephine McKay. Thank you. Good night, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Glass Cannon Network. For more podcasts and live streams, visit glasscannonnetwork.com. And for exclusive shows and content you can't find anywhere else, subscribe today at patreon.com slash glasscannon.